The future is now. Finding the NOSO has never been easier. Subscribe to us on our new YouTube channel, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok, and bookmark the new home for No Holds Barred, The Jenny Position, Wrestling War Zone, and all your favorite NOSO podcasts at NorthSouthConnection.com. It's New Year, New NOSO, NorthSouthConnection.com. Once upon a time, two men decided if they were making the cut. Then they made the cut. And now JT and Aaron are talking everything from wrestling to pop culture and beyond. Because it's no holds barred. Will you back down, turn and run? Or stand up with the best? There's no holes, Bond. <laughs> I want to show off my Soprano stickers. Very nice. Can you see them all? It's Christopher, yeah, yeah. June, Silvio, who kind of looks like he could also be Bobby Bacala. <laughs> Paulie and Tony. No big pussy? Where no, are you going to put them? I've had, I, did a, I have them right there on the sheet. They, just, they watch over me. <laughs> It's good. Mm. It's good to have mobsters watch over you. That's the type of person you want. In That's your their life, whole job. Your life. That's yeah. why they exist. Protection. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. No danger there. It's the only reason they're even around. Mm. That's it. We lost poor Steve already. I don't blame him. <laughs> wow, you I start did a with hand fucking... gesture. I just did one gesture and he's gone. He's out. Maybe, maybe he heard your, you know, what you said last time and doesn't like the anti-Italian discrimination. I feel like I need to explain what I was going for. Well, you were making fun of Italians. No, Let's talk about it. I was using, I was making a play on the word petty. Look so how you're using Oh, your yes, hands. I remember that. Look comment. how you're using there your hands musical artist. Yes, there's a musical artist named Fetty spaghetti. Wah. Fetty Wah. So doing a play on words on the word petty, you change Fetty to petty it could have also been patty labelle to petty labelle or or you just called uh, me a petty wop that's fine that's listen fine. no listen, do me a favor we're not italian sure. don't talk to us like we're stupid okay like All right. <laughs> listen, i'm already close to not doing these anymore as it is some, so some of y'all are italian anyway here we are it's draft day number three if you've enjoyed our last two, hopefully you'll enjoy this one. Uh, but we are yeah. we're mixing it up this time. We're taking a break from theme songs to prevent me from having a stroke. And tonight, since it's February, we're going to do best wrestling on-screen couples. And listen, I know it's two weeks late after uh, Valentine's Day, but that's how I, listen. That's how I do Valentine's Day. Two weeks late. That's right. Or not at all. How how do people forget about Valentine's Day? It's you know, everywhere. it's like a trope. Like, I mean, yeah. they like don't. They just ignore it. Well, that's do you. Do you guys all do a Valentine's Day thing with your spouse or significant other? No, definitely not. Me neither. We do something usually dinner, movie. before or after, but yeah. not on the day. Yeah, I think I we a, should draft. We should draft characters from the movie Valentine's Day. 
Oh, Christ, we have to watch that. No, we didn't watch that one yet. No. We watched That's New Year's fired. Eve. Yes, we watched New Year's Eve, yes. Is Bon Jovi in, New- in Valentine's Day also? No, okay. no, he's not. He's going you know what could be a fun draft is to draft your own cast of Valentine's Day where you get like to that. recast the major right, the major February. players of a movie with new people. We'll do that next okay. February if I'm still doing this. Uh, I'd also right, like so... to draft all the unrecorded love I've had in my life. We there can all draft that. Aww. All right, look, you know Wrestling most of us. Number one. In the bottom corner here is our buddy Steve Riddle. He is a mainstay uh, across all of our oh, podcast okay. networks, but we're bringing him in, breaking him in here on the Rosso video. You world of video, Steve. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me on. And as somebody who doesn't really worry too much about Valentine's Day since I have no spouse to share it with, I'm at least pro- happy to be with you guys to, uh, to do this. We love you, buddy. Happy to yeah. have you here. Do you have any pets yes, that you uh, take care of on Valentine's Day? No, I don't. I, I mean, I used to when I was younger, but I don't right now. Mm. You're in the well, city of love, Steve. Don't get a dog. I'm just saying. Treat yourself. Dogs are dumb anyway. You don't want dogs. Gotta take care of that shit. Yeah, and like they're just ungrateful, and you could—they really get hurt when you put them in the camel clutch. Okay, <laughs> just I gotta right. try that. So Wait, we're missing the craziest thing to start. Uh, all right, we're mixing things up um, <laughs> to determine the draft order starting now. Our producer Tim had a great idea that he's going to do uh, some kind of game, and the results of that game will determine the order of the drafting. So Tim, what's yeah, the so game? Rock, paper, yeah, rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> uh, it seemed as though uh, through uh, through channels and, and you, the, the listening audience, it wasn't fair enough to the hosts of the show. Um, you know, they're here all the time. The guests Fuck rotate. Them, I, figure, I figured the <laughs> guests here all the time. This have, is why you act like she's not the, oh, the guests. She's on every one. I think it's because I won both of those times, and then y'all can't handle that. So, you know, here we go mixing it. things up. My baby tonight. It. <laughs> so now we are. I won, I won rock, paper, scissors at least. Yes, that you won. That was what you won both times. Twice. Twice. Rock, paper, scissors. That's the problem. Because rock, paper, scissors between two people wasn't good enough, we're actually gonna play rock, paper, scissors with the four. I'm kidding. Okay. So, <laughs> I was about to say king status. There's not four kings. <laughs> in honor of uh, the topic, there is something that does experience a lot of of love and relationships in wrestling, <laughs> and that would be the WWE 24 seven championship. So, I need everyone to tell me. By prices, price of right rules, prices right rules, you cannot go over the number of combined recognized days that R Truth, the winningest champion of the 24 7 title, was champion. Closest without going over gets to set the draft order. I will give everyone five seconds or a count. You know what? A referee's count of five. 
five. Wait, 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 wait. Four. What are we doing? Are we just shouting this out? Like, what no, he's this gonna ask. Tim I'm, will ask. Okay, All right. I'm going to ask, and I'm gonna hold you to your word. It's kind of like Price is Right style, where like you'll know what the person before you said. Eventually, you'll you you can one dollar. You'll have the opportunity <laughs> to one dollar. There goes my strategy. So, okay. there it is. So, um, Jenny, since you have been the winner multiple times, I will let you set the bar. The number of combined days our truth has been WWE twenty four seven champion. Why are you looking down, Jenny? No one should be looking down or anywhere other than directly into the camera. A <laughs> hundred and. 95 days. Okay, Jenny's got 195 days. Aaron. Why are you looking up, Aaron? You think think I fucking, you think I researched it and put fucking (laughs) R-Truth numbers on my ceiling? You think I put it on the fucking ground? You might have. I'm just looking at my R-Truth figure. Um, uh, I'm going to say 236 days. All right. Stevie Aloysius Riddle. <laughs> Oof, that's tough. I will say 225. 225. JT, Jenny yes. went 195. Aaron went 236. Steve went 225. So I feel like the $1 strategy doesn't work this time because Jenny's is pretty low, and I think it's got to be over that. So I'm not going to go with the one. So I'm going to go with Hulk Hogan's weight that he was announced at pretty much his entire <laughs> career, 303. All right. The total combined days uh, recognized by the World Wrestling Entertainment for R-Truth is... 415 JT gets to set the draft wow. order. So that means nice. we can go back to rock, paper, scissors next time. Uh, JT, you get to set the draft order. Oof, all right. How would you like this to go? I'm going to give myself the number one pick tonight. Big shock. <laughs> then I'm going to give the Riddler. Big shock. I'm going to give the Riddler number two. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give Aaron number three. And I'm going to put Jenny in the Jenny position at number four. <laughs> Payback. Awesome. Now, uh, S- Steve, I know it's your first time here, and it may be the first time for the listening audience to join in on draft day. These drafts are serpentine drafts. JT and Jenny, I'm so disappointed. Where the fuck are the hisses? I was attracted by stats in Tim's game. Chef. And so um with uh so even though JT picks first in the first round, he will pick last in the second round, and we are going six total rounds. So right. with that said, uh JT, I'm pretty sure everybody listening to this knows exactly what you're picking first overall, but it is a draft, and you get to formally make your first pick of the first round of the draft. If I knew I was going to have the first pick, I would have brought a prop. I would have brought myself a Slim Jim to snap in half to celebrate my choice of Macho Man Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth. The greatest love story in professional wrestling history. 
documented, start to finish, one of the most perfectly told arcs in history. And then it even gets a little coda after with the whole Ric Flair stuff in WCW. Absolutely. There was a, uh, there was not talks even on in my the, board. Uh, Weird. The, <laughs> there was definitely talks in the uh, green room for, for everything uh, in regards to uh, what could be the consensus number one overall pick. Um, and while on, on certain people's draft boards, this might not have been, I think the consensus overall, if you were doing family feud style, a hundred people on the street who all happen to be wrestling fans, uh, I would, I would <laughs> dare guess that Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth would be the number one choice. Uh, but uh, Steve, you get the second pick, which means <laughs> every other couple, every other on-screen duo that you can think of uh, for this. Uh, you are on the clock, my good friend. Okay. Well, just kind of uh, looking around here. I think uh, for my first pick, I'm going to go with possibly the, uh, in terms of longevity, the the couple that's been on air probably the longest of every of all the uh, couples we might talk about today. And it might not be the most popular opinion, but I think you can't deny the impact they've had as a couple. And that's, of course, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Uh, from the time when uh, you know Triple H you know drugged her up in November '99, and they did the whole drive-through wedding, to Stephanie turning heel on her father, and then becoming the McMahon Helmsley fact you know era. I mean, they dominated for that good like you know throughout 2000, and into when I've been you know watching that on my uh, my like my, my uh, Chrono watches, and they were really you know well put together as a team. I mean, you I mean it's not shocking that they would eventually you know fall in love in real life and get married and, and you know, start their own family. Right. But, you know, and then, uh, you know, of course, thing. then you, you know, factor in their run as the authority mm -hmm. in the 2010s. And it's, you know, I think next to Savage and Liz, um, you ask a lot of modern fans today, they'll probably say Triple H and Stephanie are the most um, re recognized on-screen couple in wrestling history. It's a good pick. It's a strong number two. It's yeah. a very strong pick. I like it. You, you can't go wrong. Personally, this was my number one overall pick. If I were drafting and I had JT spot, I would have taken Triple H and Steph just because I am an unabashed Stephanie McMahon, Mark. I love Steph with all my heart. Dang. And uh, her her greatness can pull up all of the shortcomings of Triple H uh, <laughs> as much as Preach. you can. Uh, Steve, would you have taken the uh, Savage and Liz if you were first? I think I would have, yeah, because I think just, you know, <laughs> they were just, you know, like you said, the, they're like the ultimate, you know, couple that everyone remembers. I kind of wish I had Jenny go one because now I realize she wouldn't have taken that. And I could have I could have got a little better of a pick. That was a, but it had to be number well, one. It had to be number one. I get it. Mm -hmm. I, had to uh -huh. be number. I didn't right. want to I didn't want to risk the spite pick. See, that's the see okay, just full disclosure. We had talked beforehand about whether a pick of the magnitude of Randy and Liz, because it's so clearly the number one pick, should it just be off the board? And my thought process on it is I've watched drafts with like hockey players where they do that and maybe they put it in later, like to kind of like spice it up later if it's there, like kind of give everybody a shot at it or whatever. That's cute. Um, yeah, I like but, that idea. But because like we're all at the, like it's not, the, I think Steve was, like it feels begrudging that we're taking it number one, right? Like, so it's almost <laughs> yeah. like number one is like not even, you get it, but you're going to base your whole draft on this pick, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's 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 number one. Um, but I, I think Triple H but... Stephanie is like not that far off. So I think to say yeah. take Savage or Liz off the board, 
like I think Hunter and Stephanie's in that air. Like I don't think it's that far off yeah. to say like that shouldn't be off too. You know what I mean? Like when you think of all the real life ramifications that came from it. Yeah, maybe. Right. And especially now that like you starting with like episode three, this draft that like the pick order is now up for grabs for everyone. It kind of gives, especially when it's almost quote unquote, like a one horse draft or one horse race where there is a clear cut. Number one, whoever wins the opening game and gets to put themselves number one, they've earned the right to draft a macho and Liz or, yeah. or, uh, you know, a sexy boy or, or something to that effect. Yeah. He really earned that by like, Mm -hmm. by like being the last one of a random thing that you, he really earned Justin or JT really earned. Hey, I didn't just pick number one. I picked a real number. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You picked the highest one. But now that JT has won next, next time we're in a draft, he will be the first person to make a selection. So that there is there is law and order to this. <laughs> Some would say there is justice to you this. Want fucking law Aaron, and order. You want justice? I don't I know do anybody who would want, say that. But I want up. street justice. Uh, speaking of justice, Aaron Justice, you're up. Hey, so I am I am torn. <laughs> I am torn. Um, I I didn't expect to get the number one pick. Um, and even if I did, I was very torn about what the number one pick was going to be. So I'm going to go a little outside the box for this pick. I think. Um, cause I like, you know, I like couples, but if I'm going to pick a couple, I kind of want to, you know, I want a couple that I want to watch. Fuck, you know, like, I don't know about you guys, but I'm yes. on board for that. And there has never been a more fuckable couple in wrestling than edge and Lita. That is my pick. <laughs> <laughs> and look, it, you it, actually it, did watch them fuck. So, you know, that well, not enough. But like, I just feel it elevated, it elevated both of them. Um, it was based on real life events, uh, good or bad. And Lita was just on freaking fire during this run. But it worked as an act. They were despisable mm-hmm. based on how much they were in love. So I'm on board. It's mm. a good one. I like it. You know, very high on some other people's draft boards. I know that I was polling the <laughs> audience. I was polling the you know, the no so brain trust. There was a lot of people who who had Edge and Lita very high on the list. Um, so uh definitely first round talent going to uh Edge and Lita. Uh Jenny, you're in a, a prime position. Uh, mm. you get not only this pick, mm-hmm. but the following pick. You're going back to back. So what do you have for your first round pick? Mm-hmm. Well, um, you know, I don't know who Liz is, but I, I'm going to pick Savage and Sherry. Good pick. Mm-hmm. That's what I was de- I was debating. I mean, like, that, that's the pairing. And just so we're clear, I just want you to know, Jenny, that you have picked a couple that JT says is a better, more effective pair than Savage and Liz. Yeah. That's I documented. Say, it's obvious. Of course it is. It, it's a great couple, for sure. It's just not the yeah. best story. It just negates mm-hmm. JT's pick. That's all. Because he, he admits that the other one's <laughs> right, better. Right. I think we're clear on that. Well, JT right. made a pick Are we out of love. Up? JT made a pick out of love, and not Jenny has made a pick out of lust and power. What? How? How could you say they're not in love? They're married. Savage mm-hmm. and Sherry. Yeah, they're king and queen. 
I don't know if they're married. Yeah. You're, you're not the queen if you're not married to the person. That's true. But it was a, it was a it was a arranged marriage of power. So a Harley Race and Moolah as marriage? most feudal relationships <laughs> turn out. <laughs> <laughs> Look, why am I making a case for Jenny's pick? By the way, <laughs> like, go right ahead, litigation. sir. <laughs> Jenny, would you have picked Edge and Lita at any point? I had them on my list, so yes. Okay, but I was doing possible. it for comedy. Um, yeah, yeah. Because that was—I was torn between those two. That's why I asked. Right, right. <laughs> two classic stories. Oh um, yes. Boy meets girl. Are we wrapping? All right. Yeah, you're right. up. You're you're right, up. So Pick number two. This one's tougher. Um. Because there's one that I really want, but then I know there'll be some hate. Drafting later. Hate. It's all love. So, you draft your draft. Don't worry about what anybody else is doing. To me, to me, I I, I have to do I have to do Gold Dust and Marlena. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They're they're nice. the they're the hottest couple, the most glamorous couple. Marlena. No, they are. They really are. Um, but they're all their the whole vibe, their whole intro, all their interaction i mean it's just like weird and different and you know we didn't really know what was going on with them and you could imagine a lot of freaky things happening between them too so um she was smoking hot and i loved them together they were on my list gold dust, very one. adventurous mm-hmm. he's in a gold condom yep. so they're gonna be safe <laughs> yep very safe gift wrapped um <laughs> Wait, solid pick. I actually didn't think that I, in, in my listings, for whatever reason, I kind of dis like misremembered Goldust and Marlena. Like I didn't think about them originally on like my internal list. But as soon as you mm-hmm. said it, I'm like, really? Huh? Absolutely, absolutely. Because I was no, trying to think. They always blow me as, away. As like the the czar of this, like I, I try to think of what's gonna be like the big ticket items, like who or, or like what the steals of the draft are gonna be, and not like I was I kind of blocked my brain out of like the middle round picks, but Goldust and Marlena, a very solid way to start the second round. Aaron, we're back to you. Listen, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be totally upfront. I'm a little shocked. Um about what's happened so far tonight um i guess i just i guess i just figured well i figured that everyone was a little bit more open-minded but the bigotry (laughs) on display that has kept these guys out of the top round Mm. is fucking disgusting and you should all be ashamed of yourselves um give me billy give me chuck (laughs) you fucking bigots i'll take both of them all right i'll be the one i support your choice i support it (laughs) There hasn't been a more inclusive couple mm. in WWE history until LA Knight's love affair with Mountain Dew Pitch Black. <laughs> it is it is right there. There you go. There you go. <laughs> That's a solid solid. Steve, if you want to if you want to get a, of course, yeah. If you want a solid pick, LA Knight and Mountain Dew Black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make a pick. Let me talk you. To always you. say don't yes. make suggestions. What? <laughs> what does it taste like the Mountain Dew Black? Great so question. I'll I'll tell you because I've been drinking it very sneakily on the pod. Um, I see that. <laughs> so 
Uh, the first thing I'll say, and this is a, I'm popping an audience of one. This is a very Marcus ass flavor. Uh, <laughs> co-host of Viewer's Choice, co-host of uh, WWE War here on the No So. Like uh, I knew ass. the minute. <laughs> no, Marcus ass. We're all thinking it. We're all thinking. This is this is this like, is the most Marcus drink I can think of. Uh, it, it is just a flavor for him. Um, it's a very berry taste. Um, the 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 actual label says it is a dark citrus punch flavor with other natural flavors. So that means it's really oh. good to put in your body when they can't tell you what it is. It's just natural flavors, dark citrus, like riboflavin. I don't know. Dark citrus. What is it's it's evil. It's, it is it is it is practiced the dark arts. This citrus has join the dark side with the black berries. Listen to me, Skywalker. The um, yeah, oh, just the lemon. it's it's out of control. But it tastes good, and it's only available for a limited time. So you have to pick it up off the shelves while you can. What's not available for a limited time and is here until he it makes its pick is Steve's second round selection. Steve, you're up. Okay, well, I'm uh, going to go a little bit outside the box here. Um, I'm going to actually uh, leave the uh, WWE since we've been focusing on them for a while. And I'm going to go to the world of ECW for probably ah! the most, uh, recognized couple in that promotion. That's, of course, Tommy Dreamer and Beulah McGillicuddy. From the time that, you know, Beulah came in as one of, you know, as with Raven and setting up the whole thing where uh, she eventually revealed she was pregnant and it was, uh, it was Tommy's and, and everything in between, between Dreamer and Raven. And then of course, you know, she had the brief, uh, what was it? The lesbian angle with Kimona Wanalea. Um, yeah, Tommy and Beulah were just the, um, the perfect, you know, couple for ECW. And, you know, as we, as we saw, she was never afraid to mix it up, you know, whether it just be in his corner, of course, that uh, legendary match she had with Fonzie, um, which I think, which you guys talked about recently. And five star match. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, one of the biggest pops at uh, one East, the first one night stand was when Beulah came out to save Dreamer from, from Francine and mm -hmm. her and, a freaking, you know, covered in blood dreamer just embracing in the middle of the ring is just such a great moment. Um, and then, you know, the year later, she teamed up with Dreamer and uh, <coughs> and Terry Funk against Edge Foley and uh, Lita in a really in that really awesome match. So, I think when you just look back at you know couples you don't hear enough about for how great they were, um, Dreamer and Beulah were definitely one of the top top ones. Absolutely. I'm glad to see ECW hit. getting a little bit of love uh, very early yeah. on in the draft. Well, we're staying uh, extreme. We're staying extreme with the next oh. pick here. Nice. I know, right. I know we'll where see. you're going already. Well, there's uh, one that Jenny picks. There's one I know that Jenny, I, I cannot believe she didn't take. And I'm going to leave it on the table. Well, that's what I was debating. No, you're not. I'm leaving it for you. I'm leaving it for you. I'm not taking the one you think I'm taking. All right. All right. See, Riddle mentioned Beulah and Tommy. I much mm -hmm. prefer Beulah and Raven. And that is what I am picking because I I love her in the uh, in the nest where all the shit when they're on the beach like trolling Tommy that it's like it's just much more like dark and fucked up where like Raven brought her back like she was the fat girl in camp he was the outcast and Tommy was the jock that treated them both like shit um, and you know and he just brings her in to fuck with Tommy that was like his first big angle so I actually like that i like i mean tommy was awesome but raven and beulah to me is like the beginning of that whole run and that really helps solidify raven is just like a real piece of shit and when she left him 
Like, I feel like he really struggled from that point. Jenny, we watched it all. Like, I feel like he was never mm-hmm. quite as much the same, even when he's with Laurie Fullington and all that. Like, it's never as good as when he had Beulah and Stevie and, like, um, Brian Lee. Like, that original group that he had in the Nest was awesome. That was some of my favorite ECW stuff. So It's tough to go from Beulah to fucking Peaches, man. Like, that's a huge step down. So, yeah. So, I'm leaving you the one I think you want. I'm not going to take it. Because I'm only going to okay. take ECW. Thing. We'll see. If it makes it. I don't know. Yeah, there's uh, there's a couple of picks in between there. So JT, make go it by back me. Back. What do you got? Based on my particular loves and lusts. That's true. Mm, yeah, it's not gonna make it. <laughs> All right, my third round pick. I'm gonna go back to the world of WF, and I'm gonna go with Mamacita, China, good. and Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> Damn it! An amazing oh, pairing. Nice. God, they were so good together. And, and to me, as great as Eddie was, like that's what got him over the hump in that initial run of his, like pairing them up and it showed China some more personality than she had really shown to that point. Uh, I think they kind of set the template that would come later with other couples and pairings of having like the tough, badass woman and Eddie kind of playing a little bit of a chicken shit. Um, It was just really good stuff. And it it's to this day, right. With Dom and Rhea, right. It's like a similar thing, right. Years to come. So Tim, give me the look of disapproval because I mentioned a uh, it's awesome hidden gem. Um, but anyway, they're an awesome couple. They're like super memorable. Like everyone remembers Mama Sita and, and Eddie and China. Go to the prom and all that. Um, so that's my pick. I had the, the lead pipe in the so roses. Pissed off yeah. that you took him. <laughs> when he pins her by accident for the Intercontinental yeah. title, but not really by accident. Oh, what a great moment. <laughs> yeah, no, they're awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Without question. Uh, Steve, you are back up. Your third, your your third pick, the second pick in the third round. What do you got? Well, it was it was gonna be Eddie in China, but he, but JT swiped it. Glad I took him. Yeah. Um, let me see. Just taking a look at my quick my board here really fast. Well, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug board. I'm gonna plug this Mountain Dew pitch black shirt that I'm wearing. <laughs> Right, you can see Mark. No relation, <laughs> no, 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 no. no taste, relation whatsoever. Motherfucker. Hope it doesn't uh, taste like ass. That shirt. <laughs> okay, I'm okay. I'm gonna go with my uh, third pick. I'm gonna go with kind of a um, one of the more entertaining couples of the mid 2000s, particularly on um, on SmackDown and in the cruiserweight division, and that's Jamie Noble and Nidia. Uh, from the moment mm. that uh, that, yeah. Nidia oh, great. that Nidia introduced Jamie um, as her on-screen boyfriend, they were just so entertaining with their their whole redneck shtick. And um, you know, Jamie was such a you know force in the cruiserweight division at that time. And of course, it all culminated when uh, I can't remember. Like, was it? I think it was like his uh, his aunt or somebody like passed away and left him like a whole bunch of money. And then eventually, um, she got blinded by Tajiri, and he started abusing her. And then eventually, they you know, unfortunately, they did split up. And I think they kind of both both well, Jamie recovered, but Nidia never did. But um, they were just really entertaining for like O two and O three SmackDown. So um, I think they definitely deserve some love. Aaron wants to pit, talk about picks of couples you'd want to see uh, get nasty. Uh, Jamie Noble and Nidia is on that list. Yeah. Um, the trailer park <laughs> nastiness that Nidia, my girl Nidia and Jamie Noble would have gotten into. Uh, do you, do you if, think the if, fucking- if watching them make out is any indication of what it were like in the bedroom? 
There's no Five way. Stars. There's nice. no way Jamie Noble's being stopped by a yeast infection. Like it's just happening no matter what. <laughs> None. It's just get in there, goddammit. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'll fucking brew that shit into beer. <laughs> oh my god. Moonshine. You'll be a bootlegger. Uh, well, Aaron, your 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 raunchy sex picks are dwindling down. What do you got for round three? No, they're not. I wouldn't have given a fuck if you mentioned it. <laughs> Give me Dom and Ray. Give me Dom and Ray. Nice, nice. Yes, like, look, I approve. Like that. father, like son. All right, like he was going after Mama Sita. He's going after mommy. Love it. I love the angle. She's incredible in it. He's mm-hmm. completely grown on me from a guy that you did not want in the promotion to like now one of the most over heels they have. Right. All good. It's crazy. It's amazing how it's just that tradition of like how one week of a random TV thing can like completely turn a career around right or like one small decision like the new age outlaws like a shit like that right like one random choice can completely save a career and like that's him i mean having him show up at thanksgiving or whatever and like that kicked it all off right get arrested then he's in jail that was all changed and who knew and who knew ria had that much personality right yeah it's turned her around too yeah it definitely reinvigorated her. She had a lot of steam coming into oh, the main roster, sure. and then <laughs> she gets lost in the shuffle, kind of like how most most do for whatever reason, like big fanfare, and then you're just one of the herd. But now she's positioned yep. as like number one, number two female in WWE right now. And like Dom by proxy is like ascending every week. Mm-hmm. Be, he is out kicking right. his coverage in more ways than one. It is insane. In uh, every way. And I think, I think if we like did this draft like a year later, uh, I think Dom and Rhea might have like higher value yeah. in like a year. Like this, this could mm-hmm. easily, if it keeps the trajectory it's going, this could end up being like a like a, a late first, early second round mm-hmm. pick. Uh, if if the timings of this draft were just a, a little bit changed, uh, but with that said, Jenny, let's uh, make your mm-hmm. your current pick in the third round, and then we'll do a reset of how the first three rounds okay. have gone. All right. Well, I'm gonna take my gift, and <laughs> that gift is Shane and Francine in yeah, yeah. ECW, mm-hmm. um, who I was lucky enough to meet and. In person and they were lovely and everything i've seen from them has been gold they're a classic toxic pairing and i can't get enough of them are they dating on the show yeah on yeah. the show yeah they're banging i mean he's definitely Pretty much, yeah and he pimps her yeah, out he's definitely <laughs> okay he yeah. pimps her out yes to recruit oh which is you know hot mouth recruit but she's mm-hmm. hot Aaron, oh yeah, right? yeah, no, yeah. you're not gonna, you're not gonna get, get an argument yeah. from me. <laughs> <laughs> now that Aaron, yeah. now that Aaron knows that uh, Francine was pimped out to Rick Rude, he's like frantically updating this board of like, okay, so we can put Rick Rude and Francine <laughs> and Smash. You're good. On oh, they're list. definitely, yeah, they're like, definitely. We are, putting, we are, we are definitely penciling that in right now. I think now. she also uh, uh, I, got pimped out to Brian Lee at part of that storyline as well. 
<laughs> He's out of here, buddy. We he lost Aaron. <laughs> Sorry, that's all. That's as long as it took. That's all it took. Yes. Prime but time. I mean, all if right. you haven't, I mean, if you haven't watched some of the Shane promos with Francine, y'all just go watch some of that shit. It's it's sexy as hell. Oh yeah. It's definitely uh, too hot for TV, as some would say. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, the first round or the first half of the uh, draft day, uh, pretty, pretty solid draft so far. JT getting the first overall selection going. Macho oh. Liz, Raven and Beulah, Eddie and China. Uh, Steve Riddle getting second picks going. Triple H and Steph, <coughs> Tommy and Beulah, Jamie Nobwash and Nidia. Uh, Aaron going third, got Edge and Lita, Billy and Chuck, Dom and Mommy, and Jenny uh, closing out fourth pick for the uh, first round, getting Macho and Sherry, Goldust and Marlena, Shane Douglas and Francine. And now we are back into the, the start of the second half of the draft. And Jenny, you're back on the clock. I am. Um. You know what? It is the gift that keeps on giving. Um, so I'm staying in ECW and I'm picking Sandman and Woman. Um, because, because she completely remade him. She, mm -hmm. He was a fat, gross slob, uh, barely putting a match together. And she straightened his ass up and he, he ate it up. Like he lived and breathed her you know he totally sold everything <laughs> about it and she yeah. just she just paraded him around like she was brilliant she was and, in charge and that was, was the biggest just, thing with that yeah she was in charge she you know he yep. was just whipped and completely dominated by her and she was the brains behind everything and yeah it was is, great that's a good pull is it crazy that, yeah. that sandman is her best on-screen boyfriend well, see, I didn't know yeah, how I'll say off screen too. Yeah, off screen. <laughs> yeah. I like so. her with someone else. Uh, Rick I don't. I don't know if oh. they'll be selected. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there, there is a possibility that woman could show back up in the draft, and if she does, with who I like, I will definitely make mention of that. Um, but I don't think I, that's where Aaron's I going. No, right? Yeah, I don't think so either. No. Yeah, uh, Aaron definitely here uh, going Rick Rude and Francine. Uh, but uh, <laughs> no, what, 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 what do you got? <clears throat> oh, this is tough. This is getting tough because I think I have my last pick chosen. I don't think anybody's going to touch that. So we'll see. Then I've got two that I kind of want. But then there's one hanging on the board that I feel is really great value that I feel I shouldn't let go because we've talked about this person a lot and we've, we've discovered that this person is, is super interesting and intense and hell, I'd like to see them fuck. I mean, let's, let's just be real here. Right. Um, but I've never seen this person in love and I want to go with this one with love, I think. So I am going to pull Shawn Michaels and Sensational Sherry as my couple. Nice. Mm. 
Um, they were definitely I know on my board, too. I know it's only a year, but I think they work really well. She mm-hmm. elevates him. She, it's a completely different character for her, too, to be smitten. Uh, you get the whole Rick Mott Martell uh, tryst in the summer. Um, you get her getting smashed in the face with a mirror, which, I mean, is all great, too. So uh, I wanted Sherry on some level, and I think this is a good compromise. Yeah. Very much so. Mm-hmm. I like Some it. would say that is a steal this late. Uh, there's a, a it, it, it's tough. Agree. There's a lot, there's a lot of great picks. Like that's, that's kind of what I was talking about. Like in the, in the early parts, it's like these middle rounds, there's so much value of like picks that are like maybe an nth higher or lower than everyone else. It all, these, these, uh, two, three, four, five rounds. Uh, all of these are just going to be more of like personal preference flavor. What kind of seasoning do you like on your, on your steak? So yeah, uh, solid pick there with uh, the heartbreak kid and the original performer just, of Sexy Boy. Of all the couples, do we have any other couple where the woman sings a song for the man? Just uh, Jacques um, Stephanie sang. <laughs> Stephanie sang "Wind Beneath My Ring," but that wasn't for Triple A. That was for Steve Austin. That was for yes. Steve Austin. <laughs> the angry face um, ball. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, you're right. I mean. That alone should bump it up, you know. Um, but uh, Mr. I'm sure Riddle, there's got to be somebody else. There has to be. We'll think about it. We got plenty of time. We've got what eight, ten more picks. So, uh, you know, Mr. Riddle could easily uh, pick another musical styling somewhere on the board as well. So, you are up, good sir. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with a uh, with a couple that at first glance you would think that they would not. Um, that they would not mesh well at all, but for whatever reason, they just work so perfectly together. And that is, of course, the tandem known as Glamorella. Yeah, that oh, was I thought it was going to get to me. Yeah, Santino Morella and Beth <laughs> Phoenix. Um, they were just so freaking entertaining in 2008. Just you know, Santino just hamming it up, and Beth Phoenix just still being like the stoic, you know, the stoic diva, always protecting him, and. They, they just work so well together. You never would have expected it. It gave um, it gave Beth a little bit of uh, you know some personality that you didn't think she had, and it gave um, Santino you know more fodder just to work with. And it's they're just so great as a, a as a duo. And I felt like that their run lasted way too short. It could have been a lot longer, um, but for what we ended up getting, the two of them just definitely dominant. You know, were so good on um, on Raw during like late '08 and the early '09. So they definitely, I thought, deserve some love. Uh, all right, I thought I was going to sneak that one in there, but alas, <laughs> I did not. All right, uh, so where am I at? I am going to go, and there's a few, and yeah, I'm going to do this. Okay. I'm going to start with uh, Christian and Tristratus as my next pick. Of course, the whole okay. angle with Jericho. I was towards you, Jericho and Trish or Christian and Trish. Like Jericho and Trish had the really nice storyline, but if you go with Christian and Trish, you get the heel Trish that goes with it. So I'm going with that. Um, without tipping my hat a little bit, uh, you're, you picked a coupling that I like the pieces. I don't, uh, me personally, I might've picked a different order 
of the pieces to that puzzle. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll let you guys put that puzzle together uh, if if need be. But uh, I, obviously, I I personally loved. Uh, I was a big Captain Charisma uh, Christian fan at the time. So when Trish and and Christian came together at WrestleMania 20, that was just like, ha. Huh. I, I wish there would have been more time with uh, that pairing on screen, but either way, man, I, I'm here for a, I'm here for a good time, not a long time sometimes. So, uh, but JT, you're back up round five, pick one. All right. This time I'm going pure personal enjoyment. One of my guilty pleasure couples of all time, only because they're so fucking absurd and everything they do. They're so over the top. And it's all because the male of the couple is doing everything he can to prove that he was a star and not the female, his ex. It's all about Marvelous Mark Merrow and Miss <laughs> Jacqueline. <laughs> Fucking absurd. <laughs> like, oh, when Jacqueline. he pins Sable it over, over the edge is amazing. She's such a bitch, like, like just trying to show up that she's better <laughs> than Sable was. That run of Merrow is some of my favorite all-time just, like, douche heel stuff. When he brings her out, and then she does the painted on boobs and all that. I mean, that, well, I mean the nip slip. Sable the painted on boobs, but Sable and Mero is good. But you get all the crap for '96, which isn't very entertaining to me. So, to me, it's all Mero and Jackie. Like the music, all the years of them fucking the look. Oh god, yeah, but they're so like to me, they're like the early edge and Lita. They're like so you can see that they're sloppy and insane and just fucking crazy together. It's like the Macho Sherry thing, right? Like Sable's kind of like was his Liz, you know, very uh, mm. more proper and with it, and then he loses her and just snaps and goes with this fucking nutcase witch that just like <laughs> acts like a madman. Anyway. I, I love this pick. I, I, I love it so much. It's so good. Uh, yeah, Jackie and, Mar- and Marvelous Mark Marrow. Uh, anytime that uh, Mark Marrow just gets to just talk derogatory towards Sable is, is very comedic to me. I know that I'm looking at that in probably very inappropriate eyes for 2023. That's not like, on the show yet, buddy. <laughs> you know, I haven't done <laughs> We're I haven't all big anything anyway, misogynistic yet. Uh, but uh, it's it, I think the lesbians with the next bit. Yeah, you know, the lesbians. The, there's a couple. There's a couple. There's a couple of hot couples on the board. Ain't nobody taken yet. So, uh, let's see if us uh, uh, Steve's gonna change that or if he's gonna stay traditional. What do you got? Well, I'm actually gonna go off um, off my big board and go kind of uh, away from it because uh, apparently, um, according to somebody listening along with us, we're not giving WCW enough love. So I'm going to go with one of the WCW couples. And let's just say that when it comes to this couple, everyone that faces them ends up feeling the bang. And that's Diamond Dallas Page and Kimberly. Uh, Getting back to you. When, uh, when, uh, when, Paige brought her in as the Diamond Doll, and they had their feud with uh, with Johnny B. Bad, and eventually um, the Booty Man. <laughs> and they split up. And then, of course, uh, their main run, of course, in '97, when they feuded with Savage and Liz, um, just really good stuff there. And then, you know, probably the low point was in uh, 2000 when she turned on him and did the whole, you know, the whole "It's all about me." It, I mean, she was pretty annoying in that. I, do, I will say, but very effective as a, as an annoying heel. But um, she brought an extra layer to the page that um that I think he 
really need it. First when he was the heel in 94 and then again in 97 as the, uh, as the underdog face. So I think um, DDP and Kimberly um, deserve to be on my list. I did go Without back and forth with question. that. With that and Christian and Trish was my decision. I was making on that yeah, fourth I like one it. when I paused. But... I actually had forgotten about them. That was a good one. Very, very solid. I will, I will stay in DDP and Kimberly uh, until the day is long. Such a great on-screen couple. Uh, there was a point in time <laughs> where Kimberly Page you're was trying for Tim Cable, man. <laughs> she's uh there was a point in time in which kimberly page was the hottest hottest girl on tv uh without like just hands down like putting sunny giving sunny a run for her money uh she was up there oh different strokes for different folks man by the way that tells you just how bad the pairings with sunny were like i feel like she's not even yeah you know i'm not the biggest sunny fucking mark in the world and she's not like anywhere on my list because you know farouk and her they never put her with anyone compelling enough to make like a couple like Billy right. close, Yeah, close to her in the guns, and that sucked. Big. I mean, in her and yeah. Skip, like Skip was jealousy. Or her and Phineas, yeah. Um, it it made for very good television for her, but not necessarily as a couple. Like it it, it asserted her dominance as like you know being the gold chasing manager of champions, but uh, her taste in men not so great. Um, Aaron, you're up with your fifth pick. Oh, fucking no. Like, at this point, like, <laughs> it's getting thin. I feel like... Get with pretty, it, man. I've either been picking on sex appeal or comedy, pretty much, throughout this whole thing. Because I feel that, like, they don't usually do love that well, right? Like, they do lust really well. I, I love it, right? But uh, they don't do love that good, so it's lust or comedy... And I'm actually really at a loss about what to pick with this one. So I'm just going to take a quick look up and down. And I know I should be more prepared. I have a list of 61 couples here that I'm floating through. But my highest ranked one isn't talking to me at all. You know? Not at all. Wow. No. So I think there's – I'm going to go with something else unique. All right? Okay. Um, So I liked when Sherry was in love. I like when people are married. Uh, I mean, Billy and Chuck had a gorgeous ceremony. Um, I like the live sex celebration, but <laughs> there's only been one birth in the history of the company. On oh television. God! <laughs> and I know, you know, yes! I, I have. He cared about that woman enough to rush out. And cover up her droopy ass tits when she took them out. <laughs> if that's not love, I don't know what it is. Give me Mark Henry and May Young. <laughs> I love so your good. pick. I had that on, so my, on my big board too. So I, that is so good. <sighs> wow. Man. And to think that like it was May Young that cured Mark Henry's sex addiction. Well, I mean, it would cure your everybody's sex addiction, <laughs> right? <laughs> once you had a, once you had a dip, of old May Young. There's nothing else left, right? The fuck is that sandpaper down there? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I need well, like to watch it. When she was one of the best acts, like, I mean, yeah. I remember being really oh, yeah. into it yeah. for a bit there. It, it they they ran it into the ground too much, but. You know. It's so insane. And then they brought back the hand like 15 years later at an anniversary show. Right. Like, <laughs> it kept on giving. Insane. That gift. Yeah. Insane. 
uh, crazy to think that that hand uh, was able to live such a nice full life uh, without <laughs> the rest of its body. He died I of tuberculosis be. recently, by the way. So uh, that's very sad. <laughs> it's weird that he got that. But... Well, God. I would think the Adams family had something to do with that. It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> you know, thing, all... thing, thing had something to say, and uh, Uncle Fester is hit patient out. zero of tuberculosis. <laughs> <laughs> he's just brewing it up. Yeah. He's just he's got his little little beaker and concocting. Uh but uh Jenny, you get to round out your draft in one felt swoop. Your fifth and sixth picks. So I had these locked and then Aaron just fucked me up because I really <laughs> like that and I want to go absolutely silly for the next two, but I really like my theme and I can add to my theme. So now I'm torn. Um, You're welcome. Fuck. <laughs> Asshole. Be true. Ah, damn. Okay. So, and staying with my theme, I don't know. They're fucking crazy. They look insane. They're huge as fuck. You never know what they're gonna do. I'm picking Bam Bam and Luna. Alright. <laughs> I'm glad great. they went. Yeah. Somebody you wanna watch have sex. Bam Bam and Luna. Come on. It would be entertaining. Yeah, that. Right? Maybe. I wanna know There's how the physics of it work. <laughs> right. Yeah, I need I need to know. Like a lot of girls. And on the sounds? Top. Imagine the sounds. Right? Oh, it's I a lot of it's just screaming. <laughs> I just yeah. want it on mute. Can I put it on mute? <laughs> no, no, you yeah, have to listen. I, I just want those fucking clowns Bam nowhere near it. <laughs> I just want to, be, I want to see Bam Bam's head tattoo ripple. Yes, you get it. You get it. Just the oh the flames of love just rippling off of his head. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that is it. I want to see his head inside of her. Writers. No, I don't yep. want that. Reverse birth? No. I want to see her wear. I want to see him wear her like Mr. Bean wears the turkey. Oh, Mr. Bean, and he can act all confused. It could be a fun. Oh God! Oh man! I'm so proud of that pick now for that reaction. That is a solid pick. We we definitely right. riffed well off of it, and I'm looking at my Bam Bam fig up high on my wall. Holding the ECW TV title. I don't have a bad Wait, dude, I don't know if they've made. Did they ever make a Luna fig? Uh, oh, we're uh, old. Jacks, like a Jacks, like bone crunching action in like the nineties. Oh, uh, that's right, that's right. We're due for a Luna. Yeah, let's but get one. Need one. She's she's iconic. I mean, we're due for another King oh, yeah. Kong Bundy also, but they're not doing that. So <laughs> that's true. Somebody's gonna be a peg warmer. Uh, Jenny, you are up with your last pick. Of the draft, a, a, a trailblazer right here. My my heart wants to totally blow the whole thing up and just do a fuck finish. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Um, but then I feel like there's a really hot couple on there, and I've been called a bigot tonight. So maybe maybe I should add them. Um, Your actions have proven. Fuck it. Let's do. Yeah, let's do Tori and Don Marie. It's right. a good one. That's a great one. Uh, and you get the death of an old man in there. Can't yeah, be bad. the death so of a father. Kind of, there's a lot of daddy issue stuff happening. Very Shakespearean. There. You know, it's, it's quite intense. And, you know, they're 
they're hot as hell. So, like, for my bullshit pick, I mean, my very smart pick. Stop it. This is a solid That's a good pick. one. What I don't think that's a bullshit pick. All righty. No. <laughs> How Tori Wilson goes sixth round in a draft? Like, yeah. Yeah. What a eternal babe uh, Tori Wilson is, uh, for sure. Right? She only gets hotter. Uh, it's weird. <sighs> It, she deserved that that standing ovation during her Hall of Fame speech. I would stand it one hundred percent. She deserves all the standings. Still, all of it, all the standings, <laughs> mm-hmm. notwithstanding. Aaron, you are on to your final pick. All right, I'm happy I it stayed. I wanted it from the beginning, but I wasn't going to waste a pick on it early. I figured it would go. It would no one would take it, and I'm very pleased. Outside of the realm of WWF, super happy about that. So. To me, this is the funniest thing that this company ever did. Uh, it's purely a comedy pick. I I think about it now and I still laugh. It's I, I, don't, I don't even remember how long it went on for, but even if it was just that one segment where they got married, I'm all on board. I'm bringing Sherry back. She's getting married to Colonel Robert Parker. Yes! Oh my God! <laughs> and, yes! Fuck my draft. I want Aaron. Yes. Yes. It was the hell. The whole thing is so absurd and insane. And uh, it just warms my heart to have it on my list. How dare you? How it goes on way too long, things. that angle. Oh, my God. It's so great. It's so Marcus stupid. and I covered it. Yeah. Marcus and I covered it on Final Wrestling Place. Oh, you know, nice. season entirely on wrestling weddings. It was awesome. The wedding is so good. Good. Oh, Oh, it's so good. The the wedding itself ah! is just Chad, not a fan. Outstanding. <laughs> We've been watching it every week. It's awful. Know. No. And plus, the wedding plus, itself. The wedding is great, but the, they're, they're, yes. yeah, it goes on way too I long. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit because I'm going to watch him fuck. I'm going to see that giant dick. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. The jump rope coming out. Somebody oh else. All right, Riddle, what are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, well, I don't know how I'm going to be able to follow that, but easily, know, right? trust me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to go with um, kind of a, again, a kind of a random pick, but I really enjoyed this couple, and I think their run was just way too short, and that's Kane and Tori. Um, they were just, you know, I actually really liked that pairing in late 99, because it's like, what, you never thought that this, you know, this hot girl would, you know, see something in this, you know, this mass man, but, she, you know, for whatever reason, it just worked between them and it ended up, you know, playing a bigger role in, you know, the feud between Kane and X-Pac and you had, you know, X-Pac's, you know, the holidays with Tori. And again, I think the only issue for me was that it just was just too short of a pairing. I mean, I think they started in like November and finished in February when she turned on him and joined DX. So that's why it's this low on my list, but I, I always like love that pairing with, um, with the two of them, I think um, for late '99, it was a really fun. They were a really fun pairing, and it gave Kane, you know, an extra kind of layer of personality that um, that the, that he finally had someone that he could actually, you know, fall in love with, and somebody would love him in return. So that's my final pick. Between Aww. Tori and X Pac, what X Pac did for Kane, uh, that those two kind of humanized the the yeah. big red monster uh, to a, a point that really kind of set Kane up for being a, a big fan favorite. Was X-Pac fucking Kane too? <laughs> Great <Mentally. question. laughs> Yeah. Right. They were the uh, low key Kane and X-Pac, one of the most underrated tag teams in history. Yeah. No, yes. That whole run is great. Yeah. 
a best one of the one of the best ex or the best uh, demonstrations of Power Man Speed Guy uh, in in tag team wrestling. I, I love that team with with more of my heart than I'd like to actually give to a team. Uh, yeah, but the, the, the moment when Kane spoke without the voice box for the first time, the pop he got it. was just insane. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So good. So, so good. But I love J- you. <laughs> JT, you started us all off with uh, much to me and Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth. What do you got to close us out? Well, Tim, you told us uh, that you'd like if we push the envelope, thought outside the box, challenged oh, you a little bit. Let's so go. I decided to save this for the final pick because I knew no one else would go here. And I'm going to oh, make you sit go. here and say, that's a great idea. I'm glad you went with yes. it. I'm going to go back to the era of Savage and Liz. And I want let's you to go. tell me or find me proof that these two men were not having sexual relationship because i don't see i've already typed it in the chat it's already typed. i don't i don't see how it can be proven otherwise that rowdy roddy piper and cowboy bob orton were not a couple because they <laughs> they act like one full-on they definitely live together they definitely are together all the time they're a wonderful example of a homosexual relationship in the 80s world of professional wrestling and you didn't care enough anyone else on this board. You didn't care enough to put it on a higher pick. That's you know well, I knew no one else would would take it, so I just I took it it's later. Sad. Huh? It's really sad. You so, wanna know where my head was? Aggressive. No, I don't. Not the way you've been talking tonight. No, I don't. Is it inside so, Luna? <laughs> no, it is not. It's never been inside Luna. Um I was thinking you were going to make a case for Macho Man and Hulk Hogan. Oh, oh I, I thought of it. Yeah, I would have done Hogan and Beefcake you, before I did Hogan and Savage. That's where I thought you were. I thought See, you were Hogan and Beefer for sure. Like, no, there's also Edge and uh, Christian. Now that a lot of uh, a lot of the now that the, the draft is done, we'll pull the board up and we'll go through what's left on the uh, left on the cutting room floor. Uh, JT gets first, and he's got Macho and Liz. He's got Raven and Beulah, Eddie and China, <laughs> Christian and Trish, marvelous Mark Marrow and Miss Jackie, and the Hot Rod. And the Ace Cowboy, uh, our guest, draft right there. our guest Steve Riddle uh, has Triple H and Stephanie, Tommy and Beulah, uh, Jamie Noble and Nidia, uh, the glamorous Amazon Beth Phoenix and Santino Morella, uh, Diamond Dallas Page and Kimberly and Kane and Tori. Uh, Aaron's got Edge and Lita, Billy and Chuck, Dom and Rhea, Sean and Sensational Sherry. Mark Henry and May Young and the Colonel Robert Parker and Sensational Sherry. And then Jenny has Macho and Sherry, Goldust and Marlena, the franchise and Francine, Sandman and Woman, Bam Bam and Luna, and Tori and Don Marie. There is a lot uh, that was not taken. Um, and we have a uh, Chad, who who's hanging out in the chat, uh, there's one pick he mentions, and I thought Steve was gonna take it. Now that he's uh, started the new venture over on uh, Place to Be, uh, the Pot of Honor, leaving Jimmy Jacobs and Lacey on the board. Uh, that's a solid one. It's another musical pick. Uh, Jimmy Jacobs has like three songs or two songs written about Lacey. Uh, that's good. Um, other things not, uh, left on the board. Uh, Vince and Linda, obviously Triple H in China, not going Rick Rude and Medusa, I thought was going to go as well. Um, I was thinking uh, along the same lines of like the Savage and Hulk pick, 
when JT, when you picked Christian and Trish, I thought you were going to go Christian and Jericho because uh, no, they no. were definitely bromancing Man, real Ash hard. Green. Yeah, the, there's uh, a lot of bromance. Another one that I had on my list that I ended up taking was Molly and Spike. I had the two. Ooh, that's good. that's a, a good one. My my high one that I kept that I was like I just don't feel it was Rusev yeah, what and is Lana. That? Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. ah, yeah. Too. Yeah, and I had them. Too. You wonder what else? You know what else? I'm very surprised didn't go in what six fours or twenty four. The Miz and Maurice. Yeah, I, had I, them on there. I thought about yeah. it too. Yeah, they're, so. they're better like as a real couple though than like an on screen. Right, right. But I mean, they were good during that scene of Nikki feud. But mm. that like to me, they're they're more of a real life. You could probably argue they may be the best real life couple of all time in wrestling yeah. history. Right. I mean, um, Maurice is an all timer for sure. Um, I also had. I was, um, I was, oh, go ahead. No, I just had Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green. Oh, that's uh, great. That's a good one. With them. That's the last one I debated on. Oh. I danced around too with uh, Steve Austin and Deborah. With yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. You could have went. You could have went Deborah Mongo. You could have went Deborah Double J. Yeah, Deborah Mongo is yeah. a good one. Jarrett, yeah, Jimmy Garvin thinking, uh, and uh, Precious too. That we didn't do that. Ooh, that's a good Precious. one. I was thinking Tess yeah. and Stephanie too. Yeah, yeah, Tess and Stephanie. You could have done. Um, I, uh, Dusty and Sapphire. Yeah, you done I thought of that. And Stacey Keebler. I had well, Kane and Katie Vick, but I didn't know if I was. Oh, that could have went. Okay, I figured I, I, I could probably talk into it. Well, that was going to be uh, ridiculous. Well, in terms of real life couples, you also have Mike Bennett and Maria. Mm-hmm. Right, but they were an on-screen Candace couple too, so that, that absolutely worked. Candace and Johnny, yeah, I thought about them. Yep. Becky said. Mr. and Mrs. Wrestling. How about Jake and Cheryl yeah, Roberts? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. How about Jake and Robert Rude and Cheryl Roberts? Roberts. Say Robert and Cheryl Roberts. Yeah. Cole Jake and Chris. Snake Robert. All right. Well, listen, this is a lot of fun. Uh, every other week, we're here doing Draft Day and Old Bard, alternating with our greatest 30 World Title Change Ever projects. I want to thank everyone who watched. Be sure to weigh in on social media with who you think had the best drafts. Of course, I'm tired of winning, but feel free to vote. It's okay. I don't mind winning the third straight. I'm cool with it. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube or in any podcast or app. You can catch everything we have to offer at NorthSouthConnection.com. Until then, the Dookie's been dropped. Riddle me this! We're out. See ya, bigots! Here